Can you say that again? My headphones cut out. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. no, it's just. Should I put I, in headphones? I, no, you were. You're fine. My headphones were having a problem. No, it's fine. Hold on. Shit. Oh. Is my audio good? I don't actually know what it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Is my audio good? I have no idea what my computer mic is like. Yeah, you're 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 pretty Everybody's good. Everybody's getting all insecure. This isn't about in being insecure. This is making sure so that's yeah. not a problem. All right. All right. So what were you saying about audio? Oh like yeah. I said my headphones it, cut out. Is is it good? Is this a good? No. Yeah, you're fine. Like I said, it was my headphones. Audio insecurity is a huge problem in the United States. Also, I have I'm making a frozen pizza right now, so I'm gonna have to run out. But um, uh, oh yeah, so we're not gonna record individual audios for a while because okay. it's a lot easier, and I don't care to pare down individual audios. I'll just cut out problematic segments. So all right, that sounds good. Knowing right. <laughs> okay. the lines here, there'll probably be a lot of problematic segments. Am I right? That's every every episode is just. Well, the thing was is that it was easier before because I could just cut out Ryan's entire audio. Yeah. Yeah. And then just not have Ryan. Which was good. But it, it was okay because nobody. The there was no random laughing because nobody laughed at anything that Ryan said. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is all true. Yeah. Sorry, this is kind of brutal. Um, no, we're just we're just hyping each other up. This ready. is like the opposite. Yeah, by putting me down. Yeah. <laughs> We're hyping ourselves up, but also like destroying Ryan's self-confidence. Yeah. Ryan has so much confidence. He can handle this. Exactly. I don't need, I don't need confidence from other people. Uh, anyways, welcome everybody. I don't know if we're going to use that to the TNR podcast. My name Woo. is Maddie. I'm Ryan. I'm Sam. I'm Michael. That was so enthusiastic. Good job, guys. I'm really, Michael. Really I'm, exciting podcast. Today. I'm Maddie. Let's I'm Maddie. No, I'm no. Maddie Moore. All right. Yikes. Well, yeah, it's a, a very problematic. Um, mm, I forgot to take the uh, the picture of everybody looking really upset that we do it for every episode. <laughs> Everybody, look like you're having a really, really good time. Yeah, start crying. Everybody cry. Yeah. Easy to fake cry when you've already been real crying. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Okay. Um, let's do a little intro. You already know who I am, maybe. And Ryan, perhaps. But, I'm Ryan. Well, well, he's really forgettable, so. Um, yeah. Michael, you want to give a, like, a one-sentence elevator pitch of yourself okay um i'm michael i am not that funny but somehow i'm here i wait that's more than one sentence that's yeah, fine it felt, it's fine that felt a little run on not gonna lie but it's oh, okay if it's sorry. a run-on sentence wait should i stick to the script or no yeah is there a script okay. Did um, I get the let's script? see it just it just says degreed ryan jokes um exactly um, yeah, Maddie, I'm sorry. Um, I forgot to send a script out to okay, you this week. Wait, okay, I've been doing that. It. It's fine. I'm going to practice my improv. Hello, everybody. I'm Michael Weintraub. I'm a civil engineering major, freshman at Northeastern. Let's go, Huskies. And I'm better than Ryan. There, we got the uh, greeting Ryan bit in. Good. You're a civil engineering major? Yeah. With a, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, with a poli-sci minor. That's so much. Wild. 
I was about to say that's so much cooler than I thought because I thought you were an engineering major, which is not well, I mean, bad. Love civil engineering, engineering is a type of engineering. Yeah, civil engineering yeah. is engineering. <laughs> no, but like it's like spicy engineering. Love yeah, engineering. Not, My not best like, friend yeah. is an engineer. Actually, that's true, but I just don't get it. So, anyways, mm-hmm. Sam, go ahead. Um, my name is Sam. I'm a second year. I, I always compare myself to Ryan. I'm slightly shorter than him. I'm not as good at stand-up as him. I don't look quite like him, but I'm, you know, I'm I'm working towards it. I, I'm a sociology major, so I'm even cooler than everyone else here. But they okay, no one's gonna say anything about that, I guess. Uh, so I actually, no. yeah, they definitely are not as cool as me because they they're not even gonna try and refute that. I'm just yeah. gonna let you really inconsistent here, Sam. I also want to point out that um, your introduction was just so so awful I don't know. that Maddie had to leave yeah. the room. <laughs> I don't want to say awful. I think it was just so much that Maddie just couldn't take. She just got up and ran out. Sam, I, think, I think her frozen pizza finished. I think that's what that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe. Also, I'm, I'm really sorry to point this out, Sam. I think that was uh, a little over one sentence long. That's you know, I, use a, I use a lot of semicolons. Like, uh, so okay, many that semicolons. counts. That counts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I actually I had this idea with a friend a while ago in high school that we could we could make an entire book called Sentence that was about a guy going to prison that was one sentence long and it just had lots of semicolons. I mean, you can <laughs> technically do that, right? <laughs> I think it'd be like, pretty dramatically. Funny. Yeah, that would be great. Is, is that like a pun, like prison sentence? Yes, exactly. And and it yes. was it's a really long sentence. Like decide yeah, which yeah. one I'm talking about. Either way, it's great. That's mm-hmm. funny, Bonnie. I like that. The the last thing I want to to put out there for the listeners is that my hair color is not probably what you're expecting, but my skin color is exactly what you're expecting. <laughs> so and what is your hair color for the for the listeners at home? Uh, it's it's light purple it's fading at the moment and i've got some some like fun little like the the, the blonde that is there from when i bleached it yeah and the purple are like mixing together into this fantastic array of, of yellow and purple would you say it's a uh it's like a pink i would not say it's like a pink mm. my bad i'm sorry no it's okay there's nothing wrong with pink but it is not pink that's not your hair color it's not my hair color I don't, I yeah. don't want the listeners out there to think that I have pink hair. Yeah, you don't have pink good. hair. You have purple with a little bit of blonde. Oh, so Maddie but has it's a light purple. Um, yeah. And, and apparently... Now that Sam is done with his introduction, <laughs> yes. he's going to come back into the room. I had to get my frozen pizza, which is no longer frozen, thankfully. Why is it so small? Oh, that wasn't the whole pizza, was it? No, that was, yeah. It looks like it looked like a whole pizza, didn't it? Like for a second, it looked like a small oh, man, slice. It looks like a bigger. tiny triangle. <laughs> oh, I have blonde hair now. Yeah, we were just talking about my hair, so I guess uh, I guess you're just following my footsteps as yeah. usual. Maddie's just trying to be Sam. I'm yeah, trying to be young. Ryan. <laughs> Maddie's trying to be me. I don't know who Michael's trying to be. Michael's trying Classified. to be himself. Classified. So nobody's trying to be Maddie. Well, not on this call, anyways. There's someone yeah. out there who's trying so hard to be you, but won't be let into this podcast because <laughs> they're not cool enough yet. Yeah, no, they they haven't reached yeah, the level yet. Yeah, because obviously I'm not that cool, so. No, you're like the baseline for the podcast. 
Like you have to be at least as it's like at, at least, least as cool Matt to ride. At least as cool as Maddie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know where Michael stands on all this. Like where is because we know we have the clear delineation of well, the three of us, but where's Okay. Michael? I mean I, I didn't want to reveal this, but I'm actually sitting right now. Okay, that's mm. not really nice. So. <laughs> but yes, you you are as we can see on the on the zoo meeting. Well, I, I just mean, want to state that we know what the scale is for this podcast. This podcast goes from Maddie, that's the lowest, okay? Yes. Okay. And the highest is Gatanga. Oh. Because he was on episode yes. two. That's very true. So that's that's the full scale. I just, I want to put this out there for, for listeners who are fans solely of Gatanga, not of anyone else on this podcast. All the Gatanga I, stands out there. I am one of Gatanga's closest friends. And I brought him into TNR, and all everything he's said in the past, I take credit for. Mm. So just want to put that out there. All the stuff we yeah, cut out. Also, also, yeah. Do you also take credit for when he said, "Man, Sam, little boy, little." <laughs> yeah, we had to cut that from the episode. Yeah. It was really weird. We were talking about bionicles, and he just went off on a rant about you. Don't get me, don't get me started on Sam. <laughs> my roommate <laughs> you know actually we're not roommates right now but we are going to be roommates in about three weeks so i'm very excited about that. wait stop it's bragging exciting. what i'm just kidding it's not bragging it's just <laughs> i know it's just fact telling i know uh, it's a little bit of bragging a little bit of a flex okay it's like it's like when you say that you like i don't know are friends with Dwayne the rock johnson or something like that you know it's pretty comparable Fun fact, I don't think I said this. My dad invited Adam Sandler to his wedding because, of course, he did. What else would a middle-aged man who's getting remarried want to do? Did he come? Yeah, did he attend? Was Adam Sandler there? Uh, It hasn't happened yet. So, see, you know, I could meet Adam Sandler. Oh, boy. That'd be pretty cool. You know, there are, like, like websites where you can, like, if you pay... A certain amount of money like you can secure someone's presence at a place so like i think for gilbert godfrey's like 50k really i'm pretty sure adam sandler's on one of those sites so how much um how much would if you, you have like 1.5 mil for me yeah twenty dollars and a yes. hug seven dollars i'd throw him a 20. <laughs> you'd be 20 michael mm-hmm. yeah michael you seem like a 20. what about you sam <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I feel a like I'm, seven. I'm probably, I'm probably <laughs> like I'm paying them to be there. They're like you have mm. to, you have to pay for entrance. Just because yeah, I need that checks out. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm, I'd, I'd say I'm probably like, like an... half a million. Half a million. <laughs> yeah. Half I'd do it for an Amazon what, gift card. Beans. Beans. I only accept beans as payment. What are you doing? What with is these this? Beans? The apocalypse? I only accept <laughs> seeds. <laughs> Listen, I get hungry sometimes. Only sometimes? Only sometimes, yeah. All right. Should we do what we set out to do? Yes. All right. What should we do first? Should we do Jeopardy last? Sure. Yeah. Let's do uh, Shark Tank first. Okay. I mean, I think just we need to make sure the podcast is as anticlimactic as possible. So. Yeah, which is why we end on the Jeopardy that I put together. <laughs> right. Forewarning, we are all aware that this is not an original concept to recreate Jeopardy or and Shark Tank in a podcast format. So we are not claiming ownership, but really? it's not an original concept in the first place. So because I've I've watched 
I've listened to all the podcasts, and I don't think anyone has ever done trivia before. I Any. thought that Ryan invented Jeopardy. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. The truth yeah, is, Ryan... Alex Trebek stole it from me. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan puts peace. this podcast in Jeopardy every time he logs on. Wasn't that the other thing you had to cut out? Was just Ryan's whole rant about Alex Trebek? Yes, that's how every episode that gets cut out, which is yeah, why I'm like... going to do it right now and hope that it doesn't get cut out. Please stand by while Ryan's Alex Trebek rant is edited out. We also had to cut out those Al-Qaeda comments that you made. Those were weird. (laughs) Wait, Ryan, have you seen the social network? I haven't seen the social network. Because you're like, for those who have seen the social network, fantastic movie. You're the Winklevoss twins to the Mark Zuckerberg's Alex Trebek. Something along those lines. Yeah, I get to reference Okay, I saw something. I really hope it's a joke, but I saw Elon Musk hosting SNL. Is, is, is that a joke? Wait, actually? My friend sent me a, a, the SNL Instagram thing of that, and I haven't checked it out, but like... Oh. Who knows anymore? <laughs> I would say he's pretty mainstream celebrity. Like, a lot of people have problems with him, but I feel like the majority of people don't, like, realize why he's, like terrible (laughs) yeah it's just like i can't imagine him on snl because i can't imagine him being funny or acting or doing anything really as a human being i mean probably because he's a lizard person but we we don't have time to get into that it's but michael what about all of those cat girl memes all of the memes on Twitter. He's clearly got an evolved sense of humor. Mm-hmm. He's you follow of, him on Twitter? He's one of us. One of us. Maddie, Maddie know what? answer he's, the question, Maddie. I, 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 no comment. I don't have Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what, Elon Musk is? He's one of the people whose IQs is high enough to understand and appreciate Rick and Morty for all of its <laughs> Two thumbs <Right>. down. <laughs> He actually guest starred on Rick and Morty. Did he actually? Elon Tusk, yeah. Yeah, but it's because he's friends with Justin Roiland. Oh, interesting. It was a really funny bit. You wouldn't get it. Yeah, I wouldn't get it. Um, It takes a certain IQ to realize that Tusk and Musk rhyme with each other. Wait, I didn't even think about that. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to put some ice in a glass and then let's start Shark Tank. All right. My invention is not ice in a glass, but... Well, that would be damn. My invention was ice in a glass. <laughs> what should I do? Damn. No, dude, you gotta keep it. It's and all we'll I had. Just, well, we'll just we'll just cut Maddie saying that out. It'll be fine. And by yeah, we, yeah, yeah, Maddie will cut herself out. Um, I watch a show where every time they ask the the people who are like the contestants, sort of you know taking part in it, um, if they have a mascot that they brought on and. I just want to say that my mascot today is uh, a golden fortune cookie that is from the the year of the dragon, February third, two thousand. What and, does it uh, taste like? It it. <laughs> I've never I've never bitten into it. <laughs> do you not lick it or anything? Um, I could do that, but I would probably just be tasting my own fingerprints, whatever that means. Like with whatever has been on my fingers. Are you saying you don't know what your fingerprints taste like? I don't know what fingerprints would taste Sam, like. Sam, Sam, what are you doing? I don't know. What, what, what do fingerprints taste like? 
Um, I imagine they taste a little greasy, you know, okay. a little, little moist and a little greasy. Um, that is, that does describe me very well. But like a little earthy also, you know? Yeah. Like a good tomato. <laughs> Why is a society have we accepted that blue is a flavor? Blue is not a flavor. I Thank you. Wholeheartedly agree with that sentiment. Okay. Shark Tank. Shark na, Tank. Na, na, na. I don't know the theme song. Do they have it's a theme song? That's not Shark Tank. <laughs> Are you sure? Like 50%. Is, wait, what about that might be Shark Tank. That's, yeah. That sounds like scary sharks are coming in. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who wants to explain Shark Tank to the listeners at home who are dumb? Mm. Shout out to Lior. Uh, Sam, do you want to explain yourself why you're going to have weirdly on the fly answers to all of these prompts? Um. Well, I will say that there are these things called group chats that you may or may not have used in your time as a young adult. And once or twice, and, yeah. Yeah. And I, I wasn't really reading it for, for multiple reasons. But but the main one being that when I saw the message and I saw the word Sunday and I saw the words next week, I did not properly read the context for those. And so it turns out it was Sunday this week. And I had only happened to notice that there was a message saying that the Zoom meeting had started about a minute before the Zoom meeting started. And so I, I have not prepared anything at all. Yet surprisingly, you'll, you'll, you will actually probably appreciate my answers more than the pre-prepared ones from all the other contestants. So there you go. Surprisingly, the audience may not be able to tell the difference. <laughs> also, pre-prepared is a very strong word. And I don't think we should use labels like that because I think it sets certain expectations. You know, I, I agree. It's productive for society. Is pre-prepared right. redundant? Isn't prepared? I mean, I said it, but but now I'm going back on myself. Like, isn't prepared already pre- pre-prepared? Yeah, I guess so. I'm such an idiot. There's prepared answers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we pre-prepare. Don't worry. <laughs> that's that's how good they are. <laughs> they, exactly. they were prepared before they were prepared. So a uh, quick overview of Shark Tank for people who are dumb. Um, again, shout out to Lior. Uh, we, the way we're going to run it is one of us is going to pose a problem to the other three. A uh, problem we face in society, you know, a normal problem. And the other three are going to come up with amazing inventions and try to pitch them to the person with the problem. Uh, so let's get started. Okay. I think I'm, I'm up first. As a yeah. Okay, so I've been having this issue recently. I'm trying to eat, but I'm by myself, <laughs> and I don't like that. And, and my question is, how are people going to eat together indoors? Like, how are we going to make it happen? All right, who wants to go first? <laughs> okay. Hi, sharks. Shark, it's me, <laughs> Maddie. So, how are people going to eat together indoors? Well, you would say that proximity is the issue here. Togetherness and indoors are also issues. But togetherness and proximity 
are kind of the same issue. Are you see where I'm going? Do you see where I'm going? Human condoms. So here's what I'm thinking. A giant six foot piece of plastic in the shape of a test tube. You put yourself in it and you can stretch it out from the inside and eat your food while also semi-audibly hearing what other people have to say through their own human condoms. We'll be state of the art by 2025. You betcha, baby. Maddie out. Do I give feedback right no. after? <laughs> no, at the end. At the end, you at can give end. feedback. No, no. I have a lot of things in my mind. <laughs> Michael, do you want to go next? Yeah, I can go next. Uh, so, Civil War. We all <laughs> really reminisce about that time and miss it, right? Like the North, the South, the Union, the Confederacy. Amen. What good days, what fun times, you know, playing capture the flag, raise the city, all that stuff. And I think we can learn a lot of lessons from that time and bring it into the modern day. One of the most commonly used strategies in the Civil War was taking cannons and loading very heavy cannonballs into them and then firing it at people and forts to kill them. And I think we can take a similar concept and apply it to food because, you know, if you're sitting down somewhere and you want to eat with your buddy, but, you know, you don't want to go up and grab food from somewhere, you know, it's, it can be very difficult if you're all walking up to the same place. There's a lot of people. It's, it's just not very COVID friendly, but imagine a cannon civil war era, by the way, with a regular cannonball in it, but inside the cannonball is your food. So when food is delivered to you, somebody takes the cannon, they open up the cannonball, put your food in, close the cannonball, load it into the canyon, can put a bunch of gunpowder in, light the fuse, and then it launches at close to 200 miles, actually, I don't know the speed, but it's fast enough to kill you. That's the lesson here, directly at your uh, skull. So you can get your food delivered without having to move a muscle ever again. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ready for my, my uh, pitch, but I'll. Hello, sharks. Has this ever happened to you? You're sitting inside with your buddy and you're all wearing masks to be COVID safe, but you wanna eat your sandwich. You can't eat a sandwich through a mask. Well, if I got the product for you, the Eat Maker Advanced 5000, that's the name. So how does the Eat Maker Advanced 5000 work? So the first part is a blender. You take the food you wanna eat, so your sandwich, and you stuff it in the blender and you blend it up so it's a liquid. The second part is the bottom of the blender will fall out and it'll go through a tube. Now here's where things get impressive, sharks. You may not know this, but in your anus, there are actually taste buds. So I think, why, why eat through the mouth when you could get the same thing? through the anus, which is where we get the really impressive part. The 
end of the tube, of course, is a long rounded shape that you stick in the anus and it shoots the crushed up liquefied food inside of you. Now I know what you're saying. Ryan, how do I sit down while using this amazing advice? Oh well, that's why I have a second product for you today. <laughs> the amazing chair with a hole in the bottom 5,000. Now this is a chair <laughs> with a hole at the bottom. Thank you, sharks. Uh, I'm asking for $5 million. Um, um, that's really gross. <laughs> okay, so yeah. I've never been a shark before, but I'm gonna try and be the shark. And so I, I, I just wanna start off by saying that uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you all the bad stuff first. All these people, they give you the good things first and then the bad stuff. No, none of that. Maddie, how the hell are you eating? If you're covered by plastic, where's the food coming in? It's inside I'm... of the condom. That's ridiculous. No. It, okay, wait, wait, what you're saying is you're basically yeah. saying that you're gonna be putting a big umbrella around people that's see-through or something. If you're doing that, you need to have skin tight. It needs to be, you need, you need to not be able to move. Like, it's stretchy. It. No, ridiculous. I, I, I will not be having this. None of this stretchiness. I am opposed to stretchiness, obviously. Uh, it, on the good side of things, you did actually solve the problem, unlike <laughs> some people. <laughs> <laughs> Who created new problems? <laughs> Who created new problems? <laughs> I mean, I don't know how well you're going to be able to eat together. Okay, none of this shark is. I don't know how well you're going to be able to eat together because I don't know if you can eat, but you will be together, which is great. That's a good start. You know, I feel like if you can work out the problems with that, then, then, then maybe we'll be somewhere. And it, it's such an attractive sort of like idea. Like everyone's like, oh man, human content. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. If only you'd sold it better. Maybe people would actually want to get it. <laughs> so <laughs> I, that's, that's, that's where I'm at for you. I think you go back to the drawing board, figure, figure out the kinks. Not too bad though. Michael. Thank you. What are you talking about? <laughs> 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 but Ma Maddie and you are polar opposites. Maddie had terrible delivery and a decent idea. You had great delivery for an awful idea that makes zero sense. <laughs> look, look, have you considered the fact that if people are dead, they don't have to eat anymore? Okay, but the, first of all, there are so many things to get into. First of all, when you load a cannon, you put in the gunpowder first, not after the cannonball. You maniac. What is your problem? <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> second of all, if, if you are firing cannons, you're not doing that indoors. The whole problem here is eating together indoors. You are talking about an outdoor venue. No, it would cannon be indoors. Field, perhaps. It would be indoors. Oh, so you'd be just firing cannonballs inside your house. Yeah, that's the dream. <laughs> and, and also, I, I don't really understand how this is a group activity, to be honest. It feels like this is more just kind of a suicide attempt. <laughs> like, like I just, I just don't, I don't know how I feel about the whole idea of firing a cannonball into your head. Like, and just, you know, I, I, I love the idea of putting the food inside of the cannonball. I don't know how you're gonna make that happen. <laughs> I guess it's one of these like opening shell sort of things. Well, I mean, of course I have 
extensive blueprints and designs drawn <laughs> up, pre-prepared, but pre-prepared. I just didn't want to bog you down with the details, you know, I want to present <laughs> more of a vision. Okay, you know what, I, I, look, I, I think you'd be really good with Maddie's product, so I'm just going to let you have Maddie's product, and you can figure out that. And what the fuck, that. that's not allowed! And no, that's how it works now, sorry. I <laughs> did a just... great job presenting it. Sure. Um, and and, and that, now we'll move on to Ryan. Yes, the, chef. Who, 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 is, who has managed to not only bring in an idea that does solve the problem, but also presented in such a way that makes somehow this thing that seems disgusting and awful and just not okay in human society possibly okay in human society? No, like, no, please don't make Ryan win. <laughs> I mean... Not with okay. the anus tube. <laughs> I don't, I don't know the, the science behind anal taste buds. I don't know if that's true or not. But when he said it, I believed him. I really, I really wanted to try it. I was like, oh, what if, what if my, you know, what if my taste experience has been hampered all this time by feeling like only one orifice is good enough? What if I should start sticking in other places? Exactly, Sam. I'm yeah. glad you get the vision. And the whole idea with the chair, right? He really explained. He's like, he, he came out here, he's like, here's some problems you might have, here's how to fix it. And guess what? I'm going to sell you more products. That is a businessman. This man knows what he's doing. Now, I will say you could just take a drill and drill a hole in a normal chair, but this, he didn't even like talk about that. He's not trying to sell drills, he's trying to sell chairs. So, you know, I, I gotta say, I think his idea is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely the best out of the three. <laughs> can I add, can I say yes. something? Wait, what would you like to say? Absolutely. That's not. Oh, can we just, <laughs> shut the fuck up? Can we just take a moment to acknowledge that that's not how the digestive system works? So you literally wouldn't be eating anything. <laughs> you would just okay, be it... shoving liquid up your ass. <laughs> First of all, how do you know what it feels like to have that? happen and whether or not it digests you've never tried exactly it. you and second of all since when does your idea allow people to actually eat anything you put the food inside the condom with you look if i you know if what? i, I don't do need that, to I explain myself umbrellas. i would just get some umbrellas i don't, who needs who needs this this stretchy sort of tight stuff when you can just get an umbrella or like a plastic sheet down ryan ryan is 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 making it so that you can you can hug and, and touch just like you normally would as long exactly. as it's not involving the, the, the butt. So Sam, yeah. I, I have a follow-up pitch. <laughs> so you've, you've heard all of our ideas, but what if I told you I could combine all three? Oh, yes. What do we got? Oh, no. No, I, I see. So, so imagine, imagine, right? Of course, the cannon still exists indoors uh, because you can't, it's it's essential but then imagine a cannon inside a condom that shoots ryan's glorified dildos into <laughs> your anus from afar but of course it's still inside the cannon vault so you would have to unload it out of the cannon vault first but just imagine you get the best of all of our ideas all of the upsides none of the downsides okay and i am asking <laughs> for only 75 million shekels and only giving you a whopping two and a half percent stake in my company 
And of course, the company name in your honor will be named Canon Condom Dildos. <laughs> um, okay, well, there's a lot to unpack there. First of all, I'm imagining this is a sort of harpoon gun. Oh I don't know if that's God. what you're going for. But it's, you know, you've got the, the tube, it like fires, it sticks to them. And then it's just like, there's just like this trail of the, the tube with the food that goes through. Um, you know, it's really what you make of it. Really what if what I died? This is so disgusting. Michael, you really started to kind of get me on your side until you said that I would be associated with the company. <laughs> this is the whole point of Shark Tank, Sam, is that you're associated. We're pitching these to you. Um, I do have a lot of shekels to spare, which I'm not really doing anything with since no one wants them. So I could just give them to you just to see what happens, like just for a social experiment. <laughs> but I, I think I'm, I, I think I'm going to have to, to withhold my funding for all of you because <laughs> you're all incompetent. <laughs> Michael, I just wanted to tell you because I told the others about my grandpa for some reason gave me this collection of Soviet Union era coins. I don't know why, but they've got the hammer and sickle and they're feel like you'd appreciate this so i just wanted to show you that's all very much appreciate it that's really cool it is cool now i can buy stalin that's i think that's that's what that means right yeah mm -hmm. exactly okay cool so the next uh the next person with a problem the next shark is me hello inventors a big problem i have every day is that whenever i'm walking around with my balloon I always happen to let go of it because I get distracted by something else. Of course, because the balloon is filled with helium, it flies off and I'm sad for the rest of the day. I'm looking for an invention that can recatch the balloon and bring it back to me. So I'm less depressed. What do you guys have? I have uh, two very good ideas, actually. The first one is right. kind of short. Um, don't be a dumbass and let go of your balloon. Uh, my second idea uh, is, and before I want to preface this by saying, this paired with my last idea, you may have some concerns over my well-being, but I promise I'm okay. So the war in Syria, right? Like, of course. We all know about it. We all read about it. It's definitely a thing that is happening in this world and something that is being used by the US military all across the world are drone strikes, this new revolutionary technology. Now, I think that, <laughs> I think that we could harness the power of drone strikes to help with this balloon problem by creating a mobile app uh, name is pending that would enable its users to order drone strikes on very specific areas depending <laughs> depending on where the balloon is and these drone strikes of course we don't want to pop the balloon so they'd have to be a little bit away from the balloon but they would cause the wind currents to adjust the balloon's trajectory such that the balloon would go all the way back and land in its users hands would you need a drone for that? <laughs> no, you don't need a drone. You need a drone and a lot of explosives. Probably multiple drones would be best. Interesting. 
Well, thank you, Michael. Um, who would like to go next? I'll go next. Have you ever been holding a balloon and then you let go of it? Yes. Ryan, you clearly struggle with that a lot more than most people, but yes. it is a common enough problem that we need to do something about it. So I suggest the balloon magnet. Next time you're inflating your balloon, simply place this handy 30 pound magnet inside of it and watch as it is immediately drawn to the ground because it's so heavy, but don't worry about that. It means that you will never lose it because it's gonna be on the ground. And if you need to grab it, simply use the opposite polar. I don't really know how magnets work. You have the other one and it will go and are you worried about the balloon staying up because of the 30 pound magnet? Don't worry about it. Balloon magnet. Fascinating, fascinating. And Sam, for your final pitch. Um, well, I don't know about people like, say, Maddie, but I, I personally like to have my balloons float. And, and I, I'm also- Why? <laughs> because of the poor education system in my, in my area, un, un, unfortunately, I am stupid and I will let go of it, Michael. So, so here I am, a normal everyday American, just letting go of a balloon, thinking, oh no, I've, I've let go of it. What am I going to do? That's where we come in. Big stilts. Um, that's right. <laughs> They're stilts. They start off small and then they expand really big. And then you can walk around and just pluck that balloon right out of the air. You don't have to rely on anyone else. This is an individual exercise. America, you can do it. Um, you just have to get that balloon back. Just, just grab up, catch that rebound. And, and yeah, so my, my slogan is get it back just like your shack. Big stilts. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. Just like your shack, like uh, Y-O-U-R-S-H-A-C-K or Y-O-U-R-E-S-H-A-Q. Y-O-U-R-E-S-H-A-Q. It's like, did you lose the property deeds to some shack and you want to get it back? Um that that's 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 something i'm working on in the future but for <laughs> another now another invention is getting yeah. your shack back if you if you lost your shack you probably still want shaquille o'neal on your side because he will <laughs> he will help you get it back interesting all right well different spelling same energy these are some great pitches and i'm glad you all brought them to me today now i'd like to go through each of them and give some criticism Let's start with you, Michael. Let's not. Michael, your first idea seemed very mean, so I will not talk about it. But your second idea, <laughs> now that's where the genius came in. I like that you decided to use military-grade drones <laughs> to get a balloon back. I think that's very um, resourceful. It's a very, very smart idea. Um, the one, one thing I worry about is in the drone strike that creates the air current, how sure are you that the drone strike won't hit the balloon? Um, well, I'm pretty sure because 
it specifically targets um, civilian areas over balloons. <laughs> so it's it's actually very difficult for it to, and it's also um, deploys a lot of human shields to make sure the shrapnel mm. doesn't hit it. So overall, I would say the balloon couldn't be safer than with military grade drones. Now here's this is my such worry. A dark proposal for such a whimsical prompt. <laughs> now here's my worry for that is what if there's another balloon in the strike area? Suddenly you have another balloon going up. Well, I'm very the same glad issue. you asked that question because the drones are extremely intelligent. Uh, they've been programmed with self-learning artificial intelligence of course yes and they can actually detect if there is a second balloon and they will deploy even more uh civilian uh casualty sorry uh civilian shields to make sure the second balloon does not get damaged and then after the first uh several drone strikes uh to get the first balloon backer done the drones will uh, come. Sorry, uh, enact several more work uh, drone strikes uh, yes. to get the second balloon back. Of course. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Can we go back for a second to what Ryan was saying, where he's like, "There's a second <laughs> balloon." Basically, so what you're suggesting is that the civilians who were standing in the area holding their balloons, <laughs> they get killed, and then they they let go of the balloon. They let go of the balloon. Yeah, that is more scary, but but. Preserving the lives of the balloon owners was not in the prompt. No, and it was only getting like, the balloon down. Yes, exactly. And uh, especially as an engineer, I take defining the problem very seriously. And I really think about the specifications that I am given. Um, yeah. And also, um, nobody bring up Geneva, please. Yes, I'm really thank glad you, Michael. that we have a really I, solid understanding of what our priorities are. Yes, I have one last and... question, Michael, <laughs> about your prompt. Um, how much will this app cost on the App well, Store? Well, the app will actually be uh, free to download, which brings me That's to That's ridiculous. My how are you going to make money? No, no, no. Listen to this, though. Every time a civilian dies, you watch an ad. So we're going <laughs> to rack up the ad money. <laughs> And how many advertisers do you have on board so far? Well, you know, we wanted to go with the more moral companies uh, just to make mm. sure they were okay with the app design. So far, we've gotten on board McDonald's, Coca-Cola, um, what was Nike. the other one? Uh, we got Tesla and SpaceX uh, as well. We're actually thinking about sponsoring one of the uh, ISS rockets going up. Of course, fantastic. Thank you, Michael. Uh, let's move on to Maddie. Maddie, you had a very intelligent design by putting a magnet inside the balloon. That's brilliant. Now, my, my question for you, first off, by putting the magnet in the balloon, do you not think that destroys the magic of a balloon floating in the air? You know what, Ryan? That's a great question. And let me counter with this. It, does the magic of balloons disappear when you find out about helium or hydrogen no helium you put he yeah helium just because there's an explanation that doesn't mean it's any less magical science mm. is amazing fantastic spoken Obama like a real scientist 2008. 
Of course, of course. Now, what what will the uh, magnet that you put inside the balloon be made of? This is a very important issue for me. I'm a big magnet person myself. Um, magnesium. Magnesium, brilliant, yeah. Magneto. Magneto, yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Um, okay, yeah, uh, and my, my final question, how much are you going to be selling these magnets for? $30 million. Okay, okay. But, but if you buy the other magnet, it's $59,999,099. Fantastic, and is this renewable? Uh, it comes with a subscription plan. Okay, okay. I mean, if you don't buy the subscription plan, it still works, but you're not an official part of the Magnet Platinum community. And it's eco-friendly, right? Oh, no. Okay, cool. Just wanted to yeah. make sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sam. Yes. Brilliant invention. Thank stilts. You. Yes. And using them no, no, to no, get sorry. balloons. Big, big stilts. Big stilts. Yeah, big stilts. Yes. Um. Now, what would these these stilts be made out of? What are you looking to construct them with? Well, I mean, obviously, we're talking about robotic stilts here. So, of course, you've you've got some you've got some metal elements, probably some tungsten. You know, some some really course, heavy tungsten. tungsten, and and you've got some some poles that are you know being like there's poles inside of poles because these are like mm. you know, this is like imagine like a compressed air sort of deal. So you've got to have air that's yes. made of air mostly. Air, yes. A little bit of a of like farts from the inventor just to spice it up a little. It'd be like, Ooh, of course, yeah, yeah. Extra it smells flavor. like my favorite inventor. And then, and then you've got the poles, which are obviously made of like some aluminum, some potassium, some potassium, calcium. Yes. You know, all the things you need in a good diet. Vitamin, of course, <laughs> so you can eat it. Yeah, oh, they're edible. Did I not say that? Uh, <laughs> I think you left it out of your pitch, but that's incredible. I'm yes. sorry, except for the tungsten. Don't yeah, eat the tungsten. The tungsten. <laughs> you you got to be really careful not to eat the tungsten. You can eat everything else, but we won't tell you what is made of tungsten. So Smart, you got, it's yeah. Like, it's a fun, it's like Russian roulette. Of course, on of course. Your like a kinder surprising. Yeah. Uh, my next question is, um, of course, how much are you planning on charging for these stilts? Oh, well, it's, this is, I mean, this, I'm a nonprofit. This is a social justice initiative. <laughs> you know, we know that there of are- course, Of course, of course, yeah. Are, yes. Are you, are, you, are you saying that we should charge the children to get back no, to- No, I just want to know. Are you kidding me? What is your problem? You're a monster. Wow, wow, now I feel bad. Um, yeah, exactly. The, my, we, we are, you know, we are still going to be profitable to you because we yes. will be able to get, you know, all of the backing of big names like Obama. And Mitt Romney and, and other people, you know, they will get behind this. <laughs> they, will, yes. they will sell these across the country. Um, you know, you will get your money back and more. But we as a company are doing this out of the good of our hearts. You know, fantastic. Uh, my final question for you, Sam, yes. is very it's a very important one. It's one that's very close to my heart. Um, these are very advanced stilts that allow you to go up and down quickly. Yes. Um, have you ever read a Spider-Man comic? Um, I, I have not. Okay. Well, I can see why this would be an oversight on your, ha uh, on your part. There is a famous Spider-Man villain known as Stilt-Man. Stilt-Man, he, no. he uses stilts to do no. evil. Um, how do you feel about the moral ramifications <laughs> of creating advanced stilts which may produce the next Stilt-Man? I'm be honest. 
I didn't think anyone was going to bring up Stiltman. <laughs> I, we, we, we did all the research. We know all about Stiltman. We, we okay. tried to bury it. We had a, we have a, a huge PR campaign <laughs> where we, we try and, you know, we do focus groups. We're like, what do you think about stilts? And people are like, well, juggling clowns. We're like, okay, let's keep it at that. This one guy's mm. still mad. We had to kill him, unfortunately. It was the only way. We need to keep this under wraps. So I really appreciate it. You don't talk about stilt man because that's all in the past. You know, gotcha. past that stilts are in a new era. This sounds very immoral, but you know, I, I'll, I'm there. We're for doing it for the children. Yes, the children. Uh, Michael no. and Maddie both have something to say because they use the Zoom.us race hand feature. Yes, I'm very glad that you pointed out that I used the Zoom.us raise hand Enough! to indicate that I had a question. <laughs> and then Ryan Martin used the Zoom.us lower hand feature to lower my hand to indicate that it is my turn to speak. Yes, so this is my favorite bit. Said, I don't want to throw shade, but I just want to point out that Maddie's idea as far as we know, it doesn't contain any civilian casualties and Sam's only contain one. So I again, I'm not gonna say anything about that, but I just think you should consider that when, um, when deciding who to grant this contract to. Um, can I just ask a question? Yes. How the fuck is this the social justice initiative? That really stuck with me and bothered me because I see no social justice happening with, by giving people long edible stilts to recover balloons. Excuse me, you're not thinking of the children. You must think of the children. What is your problem? Like children, they don't have balloons because they, they let go of them. Do you realize how sad that is? Those are the saddest moments of your life. Yeah. We are we are trying to make sure that we can curb depression and anxiety from an early age by Jesus not Christ. allowing these balloons <laughs> to stay in the air. If the balloons stay in the air, we have depression. If they stay out of the air with big stilts, not only we will lift ourselves, but we will lift our moods. You know, I might have believed you if you had used the Zoom.us voice hand feature, but can we move on? <laughs> this is yes. Um, so I'll make my decision now. This was a very difficult and hard decision that I've had to make. But in the end, I've decided I'm going to give all of you funding because I'm an eccentric millionaire who can do that. Thank Everyone's you. Everyone's a winner. Sorry, <laughs> will not regret it. Okay, fine. Uh, Michael wins. Yes. So really this was like a defense contract, not a- Exactly. <laughs> okay, let's, let's move on. We're halfway through. Um, Michael. You're you're the shark. It's wonderful. Wait, okay, what was mine? Oh, that's the one I'm judging. Okay. What's the Marvel theme? Um the, the Avengers theme. Do 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 I don't know what that is. Do 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 I think Michael's right on this one. Yeah, that sounds like it's a Played it in middle school bands, Maddie. How really? did I not know? Do, yes, I did. Do, 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 do. They didn't really use the theme a lot, like recently. They used a bunch of other themes. Well, okay. What's the one that's like the meme, where oh. it's like? Oh, no. I don't no, know. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Anyways, Shark Tank. <laughs>
So uh, the next issue that uh, I will be presenting is uh, a very pressing issue, very close to my heart. You see, I have clothes, like many of you listening at home, and by wearing clothes, they actually get dirty and need to be washed. Uh, so the so other true, day, Busty. actually, I went to take my clothes and I put them in the washing machine and I washed them and then I put them in the drying machine and then I dried them. But this is just so boring. I was falling asleep the whole time and the sleep was not very restful. It was not very rejuvenating. This was a bad sleep. So I would like you guys <laughs> to present me ideas on how to spice up washing clothes, how to make it a little bit more exciting. We, who wants to go first? I'll go first on this. Cowabunga, dude. Man, I hate being a lame loser and using a washing machine, which is why I got this great invention for you. It's the washing machine gun. Now this, <laughs> this advanced technology is based off a classic, the water gun. However, this is three different compartments in it. One for your detergent, so you could spray down. One for your water and one for your bleach. So you use all three of them to wash your clothes. Not to mention, we sell a separate gun called the drying gun. This one shoots out hot air and needs to be plugged in. So sharks, I'm asking for $5 million to sell this on the market. Okay, okay. Um, you know, I wanna hear everyone's ideas first, but uh, Ryan, I'm definitely giving you a contract. Let's move on. <laughs> Can I just say that the drying gun, it sounds like you just reinvented a hair dryer. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, who's who's going next? I'll go next. Man, are you tired of not being totally and completely entertained by one of the most boring and repetitive tasks of daily life? Me too. That's why I'm introducing Tide Pods. Oh wait, sorry, no. Um, Tide Pods. I don't want to get copyright. I don't. Yeah, Tide Pods with fireworks edition. Simply, when manufacturing, take Tide Pods, Tide laundry detergent pods. Add a little gunpowder, some whatever is in fireworks, light it on fire, and throw it in with your clothes and watch the magic happen as you set it the spin cycle or the whatever. I'm the spin cycle is that for like soul cycle, like cycling, or is it like for washing machines? Idea. Okay, yeah, anyway. Okay. Watch it happen. Watch your clothes become a beautiful, colorful extravaganza. Will your clothes be intact by the end of it? Who cares? At least you weren't bored. Okay. Again, I don't want to 
make any judgments until I hear everyone's ideas um, with explosives. I like it. Uh, Sam, let's move on to you. Okay. I think you're all thinking the same thing as me. What's really clean? Cat, dog, you know, cleanest things in the world. Never been dirty. <laughs> how do cats clean themselves? Lick, lick, lick. That's how they clean themselves. And so I am introducing, and I know that I really like big things, but the big tongue. It's just a robotic big tongue that licks your clothes clean with you still in them. So you just get to walk up to it and it just goes on each side. You just have to turn around, but you don't have to turn around. You've got a little pedestal that's rotating very slowly. So you go and stand there for about two minutes and 13 seconds, which is about the exact amount of time that it takes for you to get fully clean. And you just have to put your arms up like you are in an airport security and, and you'll just get so clean in, in a matter of two minutes and 30, 13 seconds. Yeah. That's mm. big time. Okay. Um, and Sam, just to give you some initial feedback, um, I definitely think that this is an idea that you have presented to me. So thank you for that. Uh, so let's go with feedback on everybody now and follow-up questions. So first let's come to Ryan. Yes. Uh, so obviously, you know, to gun, big fan of guns. I can um, tell. So, you know, there are some existing gun control laws, which obviously are a little pesky sometimes, you know, um, yeah. but I just want to know how you think uh, the uh, NRA and your products can kind of work together. Does that have potential? Oh, yeah. We already have a, um, a deal with the NRA. Um, okay. So our goal is to sell this to mainly single mothers to get them, in, get them used to using a gun. And then the NRA is going to swoop in and start marketing to them like rifles and uh, machine guns, you know, stuff they really need to keep their homes protected. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I really, I really like that and appreciate that. Um, my second question is um, about civilian use. Um, so mm. can these guns used, uh, be used against civilians? Against civilians? Like against other yes. people? Um, yes. I, I don't see why they would be, you know? People, people are going to use them for washing clothes. But, but you also don't see why they wouldn't be, right? Um, well, they wouldn't be used because they'd be bad to be used against people. They're used oh, for Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm glad you understand, Michael. Okay. Okay. I think we're on the same page about this. Uh, next question is about um, military use. Do you th do you see a potential government contract in the future with these? Of course, of course. You know I'm, I'm... you. <laughs> you know the military has a lot of dirty clothes, and an easy way to clean their clothes would just be hang them up, and then pull out the guns and shoot them down. Okay. Yes. Brilliant. The U.S. military very much like shooting things down. And they already have yeah, exact. They have gun training. They do. Okay. Uh, big I'm noticing a disturbing pattern with Michael's responses. <laughs> Maddie, I promise you that I'm okay. Uh, so my final question for you, Ryan, is what will this cost? Uh, well, this is a um, this is a great product, and we're trying to push it out and make it 
as cheaply as possible so multiple people can get it. So we're actually uh, we're selling it for 30 cents, which I know what you're saying. That doesn't seem like a lot, but we actually can manufacture it for only a penny. So that's mm. a 29 cent profit margin. And our big goal is to sell it in dollar stores. Okay, okay. That adds a completely new dimension to this product. Let's move on to Maddie, your product. So uh, first of all, again, um, this might be a common question, um, but uh, what do you think about civilian use, you know, against, like using your product against civilians? What I, do you, what I, do you I don't, I'm, I'm not going to answer this question. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, my next question is about collateral. I, I actually, maybe we'll skip that. You know, let's just go to the cost. Uh, how much will your product cost? I think that it's not going to be for sale. Um, I think it's more like, like something you'd win at like a raffle, or like, in like an online contest. Okay. Or like something you just sort of find on the road. Okay. <laughs> and um, this might be a stupid question, but you're going to make it look like candy, right? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Just Very giant good. gushers. Very good. Uh, okay, uh, wonderful. Let's move on to Sam. Yeah. Uh, so the thing that immediately pops into my head, will this tongue have sentience? I mean, if you want it to, there's, 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 there's like different, there's different ways you can configure the tongue. So you can, you can actually give it a voice where it'd be like, no, just turn to the left a little for me. That's like the, the polite tongue. Then you've got the, the like, the angry sort of tongue that's like, ah, oh, you've been so bad. Why are you, what, what's, what's your problem? Ah, oh, you're disgusting. Ah. Then you've got like the, the cat tongue, which is just going, ah, like a hairball, like you are the hairball. So if you've ever wanted to be a hairball, this is your chance to be okay. a hairball. I'm not gonna say that I haven't wanted to be a hairball before. Yeah. Um, so can you use this on pets as well to clean them? I mean, we're taking inspiration from pets mostly because pets can do this themselves. I don't know if you've noticed that. Um, yes. But if need be, all you need to do is hold your cat or dog up to it and just keep them in place because they, they have to make you have to make sure that you rotate them <laughs> like every every couple seconds so that you get every side of it. it. It might be a little uncomfortable for them, considering that the tongue is configured for human sizes. But um, you could probably make it work. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be fantastic. Okay. Well, maybe we'll just stick with the use for humans, and we would not want to cause any accidental harm to pets. That is absolutely restricted by the Geneva Convention. That's true. Uh, and finally, what will your product cost? I mean, it's it really depends on kind of how many of the add-ons you're going to get, because like it will it will be it'll be a baseline of let's say two hundred and. $50 probably seems about fair for a big robotic tongue that sits in your basement. But if you want, you know, silly voices, like maybe you really want Obama telling you that, that, that you, that you're getting clean and you want to, to like feel that kind of, uh, you, you're going to, you're going to make a great candidate for this, uh, job interview once you're cleaned up. I, I can't do it, but that's, that's my, you know, Obama sort of impression. And Wait, that was you. I thought that was a recording. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to freak you out. 
Oh my god. Obama is not in the Zoom call. Oh, okay. I wish he was he's in the wow. waiting room, but we, we didn't want to let him in. Well, yeah, of course you didn't want to let him in because we didn't ask him if we could use his voice on the big tongue, and he can't find no. out. This is important. This is that like the Obama voice alone costs seventy dollars. So it's it's a big add-on, you know. Like we need mm-hmm. that revenue. Definitely. Well, I'm a really big fan of the add-ons. So um Maddie. I really like your idea, uh, and um, I would give you the contract, but I think that you can work really closely with some other uh, pre-existing companies to develop this product. So I'm going to like Blackwater, make some calls, and I think I can get you hooked up with some companies. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm really looking forward to meeting with ex-military um, admirals and uh, multi-millionaire megalomaniacs. I'm really excited for that. Yes, as you should be. Uh, Ryan, uh, yes. I love, I absolutely love your idea. I love that it's, you know, in a dollar store, you can just pick it up on your way home. You know, I just I just love the whole concept <laughs> of it. It's, it's fun, you know, it's the NRA time, it's beautiful. So uh, I think that I am going to give you the contract, but I will ask, for 99% stake in your company. Deal. Awesome. And Sam, I think your idea is, as I said before, definitely uh, has been presented to me and it is definitely, you know, exists and is an idea that you spent a lot of time on. So that being said, I am going to talk and I'm going to offer you a deal and whether that deal is going to be a contract is a matter of opinion so i'm very glad that we had this discussion it sounds like you're just going to steal my intellectual property and do it yourself that's what that's what it sounds like from my point of view moving on uh so who's going next next? all right last up is maddie so here's the problem boys you ever just fall asleep kind of a problem Fix it now. Go. No, I know me. I know that when I'm tired, I can't fall asleep unless I'm comfortable, which is why I created something to keep you perpetually uncomfortable, which is why I'm introducing my new product, Uncomfortable Socks. Now, I know what you're asking. A lot of socks are uncomfortable, but hear me out. These socks have patented amazing micro- fiber water technology that allows them to feel like they're constantly wet. (laughs) So you'll never be falling asleep because your feet will always be uncomfortable. But wait, that's not all. We've also inserted heating and cooling discs so that it's always either too hot or too cold while being wet. Now I know what you're saying, but Ryan, what if I don't have feet? The socks can still work for you. <laughs> of course, with these heating and cooling discs, we also have an amazing scent device that produces not a, a bad scent, but an uncomfortable scent, you know? Like maybe it's, maybe it's a little too warm and musty, but not enough to be gross, but just enough so that you don't fall asleep. Mm. I'm asking for five billion dollars for this product interesting interesting michael my idea 
is uh, based on surprisingly something pretty peaceful or a change of pace. Uh, you know, I have a friend and she has this, uh, you know, real daylight lamp, you know, the one that simulates daylight and, you know, it helps her wake up, you know, at night, it feels more natural. So of course I ask the question, well, what if, what happens if instead of a nice, you know, calming light, you have something similar in scale to laser beam magnitude of brightness directly <laughs> into your eyes at all times. So this is why I propose the real light headlamp. And it's, I know it's a little confusing because the light's not actually going to be like technically but uh it's it's you know branding so it's going to be a helmet it'll be like a hard hat that has a little lamp on it you know like miners use except instead of the light being on the end it'll have this little um this little uh axle that'll go over your head around to the front of your face and shine it directly into your eyes at <laughs> all times and i know what you're saying you can just close your eyes, but here's the thing, you won't be able to look away. So uh, you <laughs> can buy this product for a small price of 27 payments of $19.99 plus shipping and handling on each of the payments, plus transaction fees, plus uh, another shipping fee for the one ship being stuck in the canal, and then another small <laughs> fee for state tax and then another small fee for yeah uh, i get i got it i got it i got it okay. yeah okay. <laughs> wow so you just invented the deadlights from the it movies or or you could say he just invented an angler fish i don't know if you yeah. guys know wow i didn't put that together <laughs> yeah well you see i didn't watch the it movies and i'm gonna pretend like i don't know what an angler fish is well, so it's original. Well, you might have to contact the anglerfish community and see if this is appropriation, but yeah, we'll they're, they're pretty, my, they're my, pretty previous in, my previous inventions took care of that. Already? <laughs> They've already been deployed. Well, I did get some contracts already, you know. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's too bad. Um, anyways, Sam. Yeah, um, I I, I have this problem where I'm I'm just, oh, I'm so tired. Right. How am I gonna, how am I gonna just stay awake? Right. And, and my, my solution is called staples. You want staples? Oh, we all love staples. You just gotta, right, right in your eyelids. Keep your eyelids open. You, the light will get in. You will never get to sleep ever again. Not just because of the excruciating pain that is there 24 seven. And not just because you know that someone is staring at you at all times but also because you can't close your eyes and you know what they say, if you can't get shut eye, then you won't get sleep. And so that, that is, that's they, where I- They do say that. Yeah, I've heard yes. that. Um, yes. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, no offense to all of you, but full offense. It kind of sounds like you invented things that already exist, which is fine. But let's do 
wet socks don't <laughs> exist. My socks are soaking wet right now. So speak for yourself. Maddie, um, have you ever heard of a staple? No. No, you haven't. Yeah, at the store. Stop bringing up yeah. Mitt Romney, okay? You know what? Did you say Mitt Romney? Mitt Romney owns staples. Or like, kind of. Yeah, you didn't know that? Every time you go to Staples, you are contributing to the Romneys. Oh, good. That's what I want to do. Okay, well, anyways, um, Michael, I think your idea is weird and confusing. (laughs) But, and I don't really know what technology you'd make the uh, light impossible to look away from. Like, that sounds like magic. It's a trade secret, actually. Uh, Yeah, but... (laughs) That means that I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, that's how am I supposed to invest in it if I don't know it? Part of the mystery surprise of it. You yeah, know, but the thing is, is like, that you you haven't proven to me that you can do that. So. It's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get, right? right? That doesn't really apply here, but okay. Um, Maddie, Maddie, <laughs> if you were hiring magicians, right? You don't need to know how they do their tricks. You just you just know that they're they're entertaining people. Yeah, you but I don't them. know that he can do the trick because he's just Maddie, saying it. You, let me ask you a question. <laughs> no, I don't. Want to. Do you trust me? No, you have only presented terrifying and war crime ideas <laughs> to simple problems. Well, and okay, so like I'm, I said before, I don't. Wait, like which one was labels. the war crime? I don't like labels like war crimes, but putting that to the side, I love that you said that because this is an opportunity for me to earn your trust in an exciting way. My God. A profitable way. Right. Okay. Um, you're a psychopath um yeah (laughs) (laughs) i am scared to hear how you would deal with an actual problem but (laughs) um so it's gonna be a no from me because i'm sure even though this sounds like the least scary of all of your ideas i'm sure you'd find a way to turn it on innocent civilians in overseas countries so we're just gonna you know, pass i'm really on glad that. you brought up that point you know because... i'm cutting you off <laughs> sam <laughs> sam i know what you're gonna say maddie and i'm just gonna say it for you wow what a brilliant idea <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever thought of this before no, I, it just sort of sounds like self-mutilation and we don't fucks with that here, but what nice do you try. do with your eyelids? Please tell me. What are you I, doing with them? I don't know. Exactly. Nothing. They're just sitting there. <laughs> I'm totally blinking. Useless. I'm blinking. blinking. <laughs> Who needs to blink? Blinking is overrated. Come on. Like, really? You really need to blink? That's weak. You're weak. You need to get strong. Like, man. I literally can't not blink. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> it was staples. That's horrible and painful. Ryan. You know, you didn't really have a great idea. It sounds really gross and sad and weird. But like all out my of, ideas. <laughs> uh, just having wet, gross smelling socks that make you so uncomfortable that you can't fall asleep. It's not the greatest idea, but it's certainly the least worst one here. So <laughs> we're going to go with that. I'll take it. I'll invest 
the rest of my frozen pizza and these beta blockers. So you're welcome. Thank you, Shark. Shark Tank is over. Uh, wow, guys, uh, that took a long time. <laughs> and I feel like maybe we should do trivia next time we are all together. But we have it, and it's not going to expire. Yeah. Unlike milk food that Ryan suggested blending and shoving up inside <laughs> someone's ass. So not just any ass. The consumer's yeah, the ass. ass. Exactly. Yeah, the pub, the, the nation. Um, exactly. <laughs> the middle class. Um, the middle ass. The middle ass. Thank you all for listening. Um, I'm sorry. And goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm not sorry. <laughs>